0: and gentlemen, you're
1: live from Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet,
2: on Suction!
3: What's happening everybody and welcome to this, another episode of Eat, Sleep suplex retweet, live from the Towers of Glasgow. We are halfway through our WrestleMania week coverage and we are back live going through the headline matches and a few other things. And maybe Dave. (laughs) I am your host this week, Stephen Wilson, and I am joined by a panel who are absolutely alert and ready to go. First up, we were meant to have the Scottish big DOG Unfortunately, he has a bit of an injury, we wish him well But we had to go to Bathgate at 12 o'clock this morning <laughs> to recruit his replacement It's the set piece King Ross McLeod
0: Scott rail uh, well what can I can say it on this time <laughs> but Ross, how's it going? I'm better now than I was <laughs> but I'm smashing, glad to be here Brilliant, and
3: next to him He has an ego bigger than Braun Strowman's hands, now hailing from Uniondale, New York. It's the modern day
4: Maharaja David Hockney. Hello. Dave, how's it going? Uniondale's very nice at this time of year, actually, thank you. I wouldn't know. I I didn't know it was a thing until you told me. (laughs) Yeah, well, it's um, New York in general's a nice place. I'll be going back in a couple of weeks, actually. Good, good. I've got Union Dale and tell them you held WrestleMania too. <laughs> yeah, and I'll I, um, I'm I'm staying here for this WrestleMania now.
3: Anyway, good to have you back on, Dave. Thank you. And next to Dave, some say, well, we've been a bit diverse in the recent weeks having more female panelists on the show, but there's only one original. It's the Carmel Jacobs of Suplex Retweet, the true total Dave of Stacey Smith.
5: Hi, Stephen.
3: Stacey, how's it going?
5: Fine, how are you?
3: Not bad. I think that was a nicer intro than normal.
5: <laughs> nicer yeah. than
3: the one I got for Christ's sake.
5: Yeah. Thanks for that, Stephen.
4: Your one was nicer than Dave's.
5: Everybody's
0: <laughs>
4: oh, as nicer than Dave's. <laughs> I always get heat uh, with these intros, so I mean but I'm used to it now, I'll take it. You deserve it, man.
5: <laughs>
4: you mm-hmm. deserve mm-hmm. it. Oh, God.
2: <laughs>
4: anyway, Stacy,
3: good to have you back. It's been a while.
5: It's a pleasure to be back.
3: <laughs> good, good. And rounding off our panel, he's took a break this week from taking suplexes and power slams. He is Legion, he is James Murphy.
1: Uh, hi everyone, how
3: you going? Not bad, how's it going? Yeah, not bad, not bad. Just
1: sort of like... I'm, I'm in WrestleMania mode. I'm waiting for that pay-per-view. Can't come soon enough, to be
3: honest. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. It's good to have you all on. And it couldn't be a suplex retweet without the man to my right. He's the unofficial third member of the Street Profits. It's quite... Let's calm
1: down, guys. <laughs>
3: and let's celebrate because he's miked up, which... It was probably a bad idea to introduce him that way. It's quacky, aren't (laughs) you? He's
6: he's down since day Uh, one-ish.
3: Since
5: day one is eight. (laughs) Yes,
6: Stacey, that's what I'm talking about. Microphone five has been turned (laughs) off.
3: Anyway, guys, how's it going? We are in the middle of WrestleMania week, and I am buzzing because this is the first I've been on this week. Because I've let David and Stephen Louch handle things and...
0: And we've done a grand job,
3: haven't we? They have.
0: They have, yeah. They have. Minus us. This is four, four out of five in a row for me, right? The Iron Man here. Well, Mister, <laughs> Mister, it's my podcast. sits back and lives after everybody else.
2: <laughs>
0: Excuse me, I did a lot of the build up work. I'll let you know. Oh, the build up work. Eh? Did you live tweet? No, me and Quacko did. <laughs> <laughs> this is a guy with sleepless nights here. Yeah, You he should be getting some props here.
1: This is a sort of life imitating art. Now you're railing against the part timers as well. Exactly. Where does it end? Are you going to start on Taker next as well? <laughs> <Very good. laughs> Can- I'll,
0: no- I'll never start on doing well he gets a pass.
3: <laughs> yes yeah, so for it, people who are tuning in for the first time this week we have been on the last three nights not live but doing seven consecutive. Wrestlemania podcast we've talked about the women's matches we've talked about some of the undercard and we've talked about Daniel Bryan's return tonight on our live episode we're going to go through some of the other matches on the card we've got the cruiserweight championship match the triple threat match for the IC championship we've got the match that might not actually happen John Cena and Undertaker we'll talk about that uh, the two champ main championship matches AJ Styles Nakamura and Roman Reigns Lesnar plus we're going to give David five minutes to talk about stats <laughs> yep, I'll be right in my element with this one stay aw- Try to stay awake folks, there's good stuff coming up after David Stats If you fancy a cup of tea during the show, we'll tell you when it's happening <laughs> I will have my revenge on all of you, I swear This is also the chance for you to be interactive with us as we are live until 7 o'clock tonight So tweet us or Facebook us at Suplex Retweet if you've enjoyed what you've, you're listening to live uh, Subscribe to us on iTunes, Anchor or any other podcast site We have found out we're on a few A good few, I'm sure. I could be here all day, but I don't have all day. Right, let's get started. Let's start talking about the matches. This is what we're here to talk about. And we are going to kick off our show tonight talking about a match which has been unfairly bumped, in my opinion. We're going to talk about the final of the Cruiserweight Championship Tournament between Cedric Alexander and not Drew Gulak. But Mustafa, but Mustafa Ali, yes, it's the, it's the final of the Cruiserweight Championship Tournament. Guys, am I the only person that thinks that this should not be on the pre-show? No, you're not the only one.
1: No. I absolutely think it should be on the pre-show. Something has to be on it, and when you look at the magnitude of the other matches and the build-up, well, it had to fall in the pre-show, really, in my opinion, anyway.
4: Well, I suppose overall, you know, 205 Live's kind of gone through a reinvention phase, now that um, Rockstar, Drake, Maverick, Spud's taken over. Um, I think it's still... On the, on the up, as it were, which, I mean, that's a good sign. But um, I think for this year, I think it probably should be on the pre-show as see, much as a lot of people don't want it to be. See,
3: when you have a match that involves Randy Orton and Jinder Mahal, you know, why
0: that's not in the pre-show? I don't know. It's because of one reason. I think they added Rusev just to stop people moaning about that. I think that's the only reason he's in there.
1: Well, supposedly Rusev got added to the match uh, due to his high t-shirt sales as mm. a sort of like reward. Merch sales, spot- yeah. Yeah, put him in the spotlight a bit. But to be honest, I wouldn't be unsurprised if like that match had been on the pre-show, if not for that. But with the cruiserweight thing... It is kind of a secondary show, mm-hmm. uh, not 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 even comparable to NXT, which is definitely the third brand. But Two O Five Live looks a lot more like a lot of their other programming that you'd find on the network. Yeah. In terms of production, anyway, it's, it's it's shown as small scale, but it doesn't mean the matches aren't fantastic. And one of the reasons I'll be tuning into the pre-show when you might normally ignore it will be for that match alone, really.
3: Well, the thing is, uh, I've become quite a fan of Two O Five Live recently. It's part mm-hmm. of my regular Sunday morning television, that, the Mixed Match Challenge, which I'm so sad it's over, and uh, NXT, depending on how much I want to catch up on it, but uh, 205 Live has been killing it in the last few weeks with this tournament, and it's, I'm not surprised it's on the pre-show, but at the same, ti- at the same time, I'm a bit disappointed that it's going to be on the pre-show, but uh, the, the quality of the matchups on 205 Live have shown what the division's capable of, and this
0: tournament has really highlighted how good of a division that actually is. I think, though, see when the tournament did first get announced, I think we all knew, like. We- I don't think MD expected it to be, have such a revival, but I think we all knew leading in, it's going to be the pre-show anyway mm-hmm. It's just, it's a Triple H base show, it's not a Vince McMahon show, so it's, that it is is kinda shunted to the side
3: No, yeah, totally, it's, it, it's it is a shame, but uh, look, looking at the actual matchup itself, obviously, it's gonna be on the pre-show, James is quite right in saying it's gonna be a match that's gonna get people Get a lot of casual viewers to maybe subscribe to the network and watch the full Wrestlemania if, you're, if they're on the edge I mean Why you be on the edge? I don't know. It's one of the best cars I've had in years. Uh, But uh, let's let's talk about the two men in the matchup. We've got Cedric Alexander and Mustafa Ali. Now, both of them have had fairly solid runs to get this far. I think Mustafa Ali especially has had an absolute hellish run to get to this point in the tournament. I think it's fair to say. But uh, it's a bit of a surprise that they've went for the face-versus-face dynamic, I think. It's fair to say. I think... There's a heel turn coming.
0: Yeah, I think Cedric's getting beat here and I think he's going to go mental. Because he was the one that got screwed out over... You know, he got screwed out of the title because...
4: Over the space of months, yeah. Like, he was... uh, Was he not booked to win all the way back at
3: the Royal Rumble? Well, uh, Yeah, the Enzo thing happened. He was was booked to fight uh, Enzo Amore before... Enzo Amore, obviously, all the issues happened with Enzo Amore.
0: It's not even that. They replaced it with a six-man cruiserweight tag, and he still wasn't in on the pay-per-view. He wasn't in the rumble. He wasn't well, in he, the
4: he, six... was, he was just put on the pre-show again, wasn't he?
0: No, he wasn't. It was uh, that Lucha team against, I think it was Gulag, Nice, and somebody else. It wasn't Alexander. Was Train. Yeah, he was nowhere to be seen.
4: Yeah, I think for Cedric, it's a long time coming. You know, I think he was... Um, I, th- I I would argue he's the favourite going into it. You know, he's... Uh, He's been right on the cusp of the Cruiserweight Championship for a very long time. I think Mustafa Ali, well he's had a huge surge in, a, re- a huge resurgence in the last sort of, couple of months and throughout the tournament. Um, I mean me personally, I'm going to have to go with Cedric on this one because um, largely it's I feel like he's had the longest road to it and I think he's, personally I think, I think he's the more talented of the two. I mean, not not to take anything away from Mustafa, but I think Cedric's got the edge on this one.
3: One thing I, think I find really interesting is the fact that uh, Mustafa Ali actually went out in the first round of the, that Cruiserweight Classic Tournament. Yeah. And
0: mm-hmm. he's now went on to become one of the faces of the brand. What, yeah. an, what annoys me about Cedric, he's living off a match with Kota Ibushi. Kota Ibushi had great matches through that tournament. You know, Kota Ibushi is a great wrestler, so it wasn't exactly hard to have it. Cedric Alexander's good, but, you know, having a good match with Kota Ibushi isn't exactly an achievement.
1: I don't i think cedric alexander has been showing us strong throughout all of his 205 life career i wouldn't say he's riding the coattails of one match but the reason i would say mustafa ali is probably going to win is because he's definitely one of the more clear-cut and definitely likable examples of a baby face that wwe has right now he's he's the babiest face that i've seen in a while and if you look at who's held the belt in the past with enzo being a cowardly smug, sort of like annoying heel, and then you've got Neville who's an absolute dominating brute. I mean, it goes to reason that you're going to have someone who's just that likable and that kind of like a puppy who can wrestle. Yeah.
3: I mean, if you kind of look, I've, I'm having a look at what how they went through the tournament, I mean, Mustafa Ali had that brutal match with Jack Gallagher, and then he faced uh, Buddy Murphy who's... Been primed to be the next contender after Mina and then Drew and then Dave, in the semi-finals. <laughs> well, is Cedric, Ale- you look at Cedric Alexander's one. That's a it's a very stellar card as well. He's got the the, the finalists in the Cruiserweight Classic Tournament, in Grand Matalik and uh, TGP before he beat uh, the the Messiah of the Backbreaker, Roddy Strong. You know, uh, mm. I think it's kind of teed up for uh, Cedric to win this one. I, I I personally think I think he's had that road the full t- uh, for the last few months. He's built towards it, and I think. He potentially does deserve ever but Mustafa Ali, he's a, he's a bit of a wild
0: card. I hate WWE like Mustafa Ali as a character. I think it's well. It's nice to see a, a babyface of an ethnic background that's now basically been pigeonholed into. Where he, where he originally from? What, what, what ethnicity have you got? Right, ah, you can be that. Mm-hmm. You know, he is just a babyface who happens to be from somewhere. It is nice to see that sort of change. It's not a Santino Morella thing.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, oh, oh, definitely. So I think it is fair to say that this match has a potential to, to steal the show on the pre on the pre show, you know, it's hard to steal the show on the pre show. I really hope <laughs> they don't do like a, a Ryback Callisto scenario where fans are still trying to
4: get in the arena and these two go on. I think. Well, look, that technically wasn't WWE's fault. I think the arena ticket touts just malfunctioned and people just couldn't get in because the tickets weren't reading. Yeah, yeah but you, you kind of know that you've got kind of
3: feeling a bad feeling in this, that this one will be the first one on the on on the pre show. Mm.
0: I, th- I think they'll, they'll do one of the battle royals and then break it up with the cruiserweight match and then yeah. put the other battle royal. I wouldn't in. be surprised
4: yeah. if the men's battle royal started. They fit the cruiserweight in the middle. And then um, they finished the pre-show with the women's battle royal because you know it's first-time historic, uh, history-making, etc., etc. Well, this is historic as well. You know, this is the final of a cruiserweight of a massive tournament. You know,
3: I'm but loving
1: the, but the tournament format as well. I really like the way it plays out.
3: It's done really well. I think it's kind of revamped the brand. You know, this is uh, obviously Drake Maverick and Rockstar Spud has made no one better. Has done a great job as GM. I think, and it he helps to hype this up. And I think it's going to be a good match. But I'm going to push all on this one and. See Get your prediction on who's going to be winning the Cruiserweight Championship
0: this coming Wrestlemania. Ross, what are you going for? I'm going to go with Ali winning and Cedric turning heel. Interesting.
4: David? I'm going to go with Cedric on this one and both remain sort of face-v-face. Stacey, James, anything?
5: Uh, I'm going for Cedric twin. (laughs) Interesting. Uh, James? Staff Ali.
4: Mmm, split across the
3: panel here. It's Cedric's time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I, I agree. I think Cedric Alexander should win it. I think he should have had the title long ago. Yeah, and it's just been drawing out. But yeah, it's it's been primed. I'm really surprised Mustafa Ali's in the final. To be fair, I called you, Gulak very early on.
0: I think mm-hmm. as well, though, that at the start. Look, we're talking about the. Cedric getting screwed out of it because of the Enzo situation. I think for the start it was like, right, so who's fighting Cedric at WrestleMania? I think that side of the bracket was the more compelling.
4: Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah We all knew Cedric was going to be at Mania regardless, yeah. I think, in the Cruiserweight title pick. The side of the,
3: the bracket was solid. Tazawa, Mark Andrews, Tony Nice,
1: Jack Cedric, Gallagher. I think Cedric's already had his time in the sun. You know, he had that angle with. Uh... What Alicia Fox and Noam Dar? That was his. Alicia, oh. Alicia oh. Fox! Oh. oh, when's he back as well? Is he oh, he should sh- be back soon, is actually.
3: Soon, sure. hopefully. The Raw after Mania. Yes. yes. <laughs> That's what
1: I'd like to see. Noam Dar back.
3: So, yeah, that is the Cruiserweight Championship tournament. We're going to move on now to a match and a feud. Well, a feud, especially, I think, that stole the show on the Raw brand recently. We're talking about the Triple Threat Feud for the IC or Intercontinental title for you old school people. It is the awesome one, The Miz, defending against Finn Balor and Monday Night Re- Rollins and Seth Rollins. <laughs> Guys, this has, my opinion, been the standout feud leading into Wrestlemania. What's your thoughts on that?
1: They've been putting out Wrestlemania quality matches yeah. this entire feud yeah. and I, I would be really surprised to see if this wasn't one of the standout shows. Uh, sorry, matches of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting because with the three-way format, you, you kind of expect Miz is going to lose, even if he's got uh, the Miz Raj in his corner, mm-hmm. which, you know, is, is, is strange, but I would say this is definitely one of the matches that I'm most looking forward to out of the whole thing.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: It's definitely going to be a, a technical masterclass of sort. Like, Rollins in particular, he's been an absolute Iron Man these last couple of months. He had that over one-hour performance in the, the Elimination Chamber Gauntlet match, and then um, you know Balor has just been consistently looking strong as well his revival of Balor Club gives him new life and Miz you know has just been just downright the best talker in terms of promos Rolling Stone's Superstar of the Year
3: 2017 mm-hmm. uh, congratulations Matt. to the Miz on his newborn child by the way oh yeah <laughs> Miz welcome big listener of the show <laughs>
4: welcome to the world Monroe Sky Mizanin
0: <laughs> yeah I think uh, I said on the women's podcast that I thought Charlotte Asuka would maybe open Wrestlemania but I'm thinking now maybe a sharp 10 minute balls through all all out triple threat match I think with these three is going to start us off
2: Mm
1: I think it'll be longer than that because the the show takes so long itself I think it'll be longer in 10 minutes
4: give these guys 15 minutes and they'll absolutely tear the house down like you know they have the battle royal you know it's it's a good way to get the crowd warmed up but then we've got to open Wrestlemania with a bang like last year AJ Shane McMahon defied all expectations I hope we see the same with the Intercontinental title match
3: yeah because it one of the interesting dynamics going into the match is obviously Miz has got the Miz Taraj, uh, Balor Club's got no well, Balor's got Balor Club. Obviously, <laughs> uh, uh, Seth Rollins has nobody, which has been a key part of the build up to this one. But as Rollins is a technical, a technical masterclass, I think he's he's so underrated, especially recently in the in the last year or so. He's tried. Uh, no,
0: he's he's not fit to wrestle, but maybe Ambrose could not even get physical, but just chase somebody away with a chair. <laughs> like, you know, kind of like. What just with one arm? Well, why not? We'd, but we'd... You only need one to hold a chair. He doesn't need to swing it. We talk <laughs> about we talk about
3: WrestleMania moments, and I think that uh, Bo Dallas getting chased away by a chair, by one-armed Ambrose, and a chair. Oh, that'd be amazing. Is it? <laughs> Maybe even get an appearance from the big dog.
2: Big dog.
4: And I'm not talking about Roman. I'm talking about Alan. I was a bit
3: say Alan.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, Alan can't walk now.
4: Get Wilson. Alan. Uh, he's, uh, he's done a Kevin Nash on us.
1: <laughs> See, Ambrose is one of those things that's more likely because he's been. He's been at signings and stuff and events, but he's been pulled from them unexpectedly. And there was some talk on the internet and someone said they were at one and the reason they were given for him not being able to appear was something to do with surgery. So either he's out for much longer than expected or he's coming back. Yeah. So either either way it makes it even more up in the air whether you're gonna see him or not. But you know, there's a lot of people who've just been cleared recently. I mean I think Ambrose is now the only standout person who's injured on the roster for WrestleMania.
0: But one I'd seen floating about which actually makes sense with the Saudi Arabia show coming up Was that the whole Miz talking about becoming the longest reigning Intercontinental Champion Was he was going to retain under screwy circumstances Because there's a, f- a ladder match with these three and Samoa Joe who's recently been cleared Samo- So there's, ru- there's rumours maybe, what I'm maybe thinking, s- Balor the s- hits the coup de grace on Seth mm-hmm. Joe appears, knocks him out, and then Miz does the cowardly heel, crawls in, takes cover.
3: The Samoa Joe rumours has been floating about a few times. I think it's because, as you said, with the, the big show coming up, uh, the 50-man Royal Rumble show, uh, that Samoa Joe's been advertised in a match with these three. So uh, it's a bit of a shame for Samoa Joe that he's going to be missing off the WrestleMania card two years in a row. This time, obviously, because of injury. But would Joe add an interesting dynamic to this match? The potential that he could come out? Because he's got history with Balor, he's got history with Rollins, he... Probably can find some history with the Miz. Yeah. <laughs> he, pretty, he, pretty, he pretty
1: much hates them all, I yeah. mean, I do I, hate everyone them, hates it? the Miz, so... I don't. I don't hate them. as I mean, I don't actually hate him, but in <laughs> k everyone hates the Miz, like...
0: <laughs> I know, Dave, you're the kind of k you need to hate him. Hate him! Nah, <laughs> no way! I've
1: been a Miz fan.
0: So uh, you'll hate Bowman yeah, yeah. Reigns, but you won't since hate the Miz? W- so you've been a Miz look, fan w- since w- day one? is <laughs> Look at Ross
3: finding plot holes in the Dave argument!
0: Oh. But
6: ask, am I right to think that because it, it's a triple threat there's no disqualification? Yeah, yes. every yes, triple threat match no DQ, yeah. Oh, then these these other factors will play a huge part in it. I, yeah. I can't see it just being a clean straight fight. I mean, it, even if it's a clean straight fight, it'll still be your money's worth, but... Which I, also
1: means it's easier for Miz to cheat. Yeah. Well, by cheat, I mean, it's not definitely cheating if there's no DQ, <laughs> but <laughs> it's easier for it to... Swat someone in the nethers, you know?
6: Unethical.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, it's easier for him to just sort of like whack someone, you know, or get a chair.
0: I'd like to see, like, I know we've had WrestleMania quality matches with Finn and Seth the past uh, three or four weeks. I'd like to see just uh, an over-the-top, you know, shenanigans, people getting involved match, because we know you're going to get a great match as well next month with the ladder match. I think anything these guys do would would be great anyway.
4: You think the Baller Club would chase the Miztourage out? Oh, Possibly, yes. it's gonna, oh,
0: yeah. it's gonna happen. I mean, you talk about shenanigans. I mean, there's a,
3: another X factor involved. It's one we we think about any time that Finn Balor takes part in a pay per view match. And we're talking about the demon, yeah. set of a uh, Finn Balor. Uh, WrestleMania, obviously, big, big show, biggest show of the year. Finn's first actual appearance at uh, wrestling at a WrestleMania show. Will the demon make an appearance. Yes.
4: I don't think so. No, no. I don't think so. It doesn't need
6: it. If the Demon comes out, you know he's
3: going to win. You know he's won.
1: Or They're he's going to lose under only the most extreme circumstances. Well, the triple the triple threat
3: uh, rules means that the Demon can be
4: involved and not take the pin, you
3: know? Well,
0: was the one not in his last match in Japan and his uh, final title match with Joe he wore the black and white paint?
4: Yeah, that no, that was NXT The End,
0: where they yeah, beat the cage match. Yeah, yeah, he was, when he was
3: he's... on NXT, they didn't really bring up that the Demon was
6: unbeatable,
0: but now, no, on no, the no, main the... roster, the Demon is meant to be yeah, unbeatable. Aye, unbeatable. Aye, he, only, he only lost one match but though as the demon in NXT yeah, yeah. but
6: he subsequently came out and said he will only wear the demon if it's known that he's going to win because yeah, the demon should be feared if you look when he's now in the main monster oh, every time he's won the demon he's won it
1: it's similar to Kev- uh, was it Scott Hall if he, if he hit the razor's, the razor's edge. edge that mm-hmm. was the end of the match he'd never do it if he wasn't going to win
3: I mean, there's loads of interesting dynamics in this match. We've obviously got with The Miz, he's trying to pit these two against each other. There's that kind of genuine type of kayfabe type heat between Rollins and Balor, stemming from obviously the Summerslam match that the two of them had, where uh, Balor beat Rollins for the title, but Rollins obviously injured Balor. There's so many dynamics in this one, but I agree with some of the, the, the circumstances that this match should probably, mean, I know people on the show two nights ago debated that the, the tag title match from SmackDown should kick off the show. Uh, I think this one's perfect to kick off actual WrestleMania,
0: I think that's the good thing about WrestleMania this year. You know, we'll be debating about. Obviously, we know what's going to go on last. We'll talk about that later. But there's so many things that could go on last. There's so many things that could go on first to get the crowd excited. it's just. It's one of those cards you can't predict.
3: Yeah, it's. it's it, as I said earlier, it's. A lot of people class it as gonna be one of the biggest WrestleManias for many of years if the card lives up to expectations. Mm-hmm. And this is perfect because you actually got you've got three guys who can go in the ring. I mean, the Miz is very, very underrated. And it is really nice as well to see the Intercontinental title defended on the main show. I mean stats man, when was the last time it was defended on the main show?
4: Last time it was defended on the main show, I believe, was WrestleMania. 28. 32. 30, 32, sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it was, o- it was only not defended last year though because Ambrose showed up <laughs> drunk to a Hall of Fame ceremony. And that was on the pre show.
1: <laughs> I mean, I th- that match <laughs> had one good spot where he went for the end of days and it was turned into a Dirty Deeds. I like that.
0: But, you they, it's not even that. Ab- no, it was disappointing about that. The fact that two days later on SmackDown they had an absolutely great. Yeah. No whole bald non-title match.
1: It's whatever they hate. They keep finding ways to like I don't know ruin things that are good. Aye. But like you know he showed up drunk. So what? I'm sure a few of them were drunk. But oh aye. Someone got a picture of Ambrose in a leather jacket and it was like oh look he's drunk you know. Sorry guys.
3: <laughs> is Corbin officially booked for the Battle Royal? He is. Yes. Yeah.
1: Mm. If I had to go to the Hall of Fame I'd be drunk as well.
6: <laughs> he's he's there going for two wins. First person to do it.
1: Yeah,
3: ah. inter-
6: interesting dynamics. I mean, Dave, you
3: didn't bring that up on Monday. Stats oh, well, man.
4: Oh, I'm just saying, Mojo Rawley's also gonna go, might go two for two. Yes. Mojo
3: Rawley. imagine if, I know it's not on this show, but imagine if Mojo Rawley successfully defends the bar- under the Giant oh, Royal Battle Royal. The world is just gonna, don't. the world will just implode, you know? I'll give
0: you, I'll give you a wee story Aye. about the, the Bart Gun of the McLeod household. <laughs> <laughs> Mojo Rawley is his least favourite wrestler, and I had so much fun last year watching him almost blow a gasket when Mojo Rawley won the Battle Royal. I I don't even care at Mojo won. I laughed for about ten minutes straight. I missed the Intercontinental title match. I laughed him
3: You know the only thing that's better than that was Dave's reaction when Jinder won the won the title. Hey. <laughs> no 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 no. Dave's Dave's reaction when we talked about gender on this show. Oh god. Yeah. Quaku oh. me and Quaku were there. It's, Priceless. It's gold. For anybody who's not listened to Dave rant about Jinder Mahal, you can hear that in our back catalogue in our free MB show on iTunes and Anchors. Eat sleep suplex retweet. Plug is in. Plug is definitely in. Anyway guys, I'm going to now push you for a, push you for a prediction again on this match. the Intercontinental title triple threat, who's going to win? I'm going to start at the other end of the table, I'm going to go with James here.
1: Uh, Finn Balor with a proper heel turn. Ooh, a heel turn Balor? Keep going with yeah, the heel turns absolute, here, this is nuts. Uh, he's going he's gonna to batter the living daylights of someone with the chair and pin them. Uh, coup, de gras, <laughs> coup de gras, chair on the chest, he's going to do it.
3: Interesting. Probably interesting. to Rollins as well. Stacy, what's your thoughts?
1: We'll
5: see the demon appear, because Finn is winning.
4: Finn for the win. Finn for the win, indeed. David? No, I'm going to have to disagree here. I'm going to go with The Miz. Because... I would ask why you think The Miz. Yeah, I think Miz is going to... I'm sticking by with what I said earlier. I think the club's going to chase out The Miz to Raj. Uh, You mentioned before, Joe might make an appearance. That could happen. And then Miz wins under uh, dodgy circumstances. For, yeah, anyb- sneaky
3: for anybody not aware, David had a Miz T shirt before people liked the Miz.
4: Mm-hmm. Yep, <laughs> it was the old uh, danger I'm awesome, you're not.
0: So he's an original Mizzy. I am a Mizzy, yeah. Mm. Ross. Well I'll just I'll send you the wee 40 later of me with a full hawk and a Miz tap at <laughs> seventeen. Alright, let's uh, say <laughs> <laughs> let's no gear Dave or the credit here, but uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go with the one I said earlier about Joe, Joe interfering. Yeah, I think Joe interferes and then on Raw the next night when Miz maybe tries to suck up to him, he battles him and all, and that sets up the fatal four way for Saudi Arabia.
6: Interesting. Mm. See, so okay, now that you've all said this, because I've already said Finn Balor, but now you're all making me think, but I'm still going to stick with the Irishman. Uh, Finn Balor for me. Join the Miz Club.
2: Nah. <laughs> Join the Parker Mistrage.
6: Yeah.
3: <laughs> Monday night Rollins is going to run wild, guys. I think Seth will be oh. winning this. Mm.
1: Mm, I, I I don't think so, because I think they're going to probably play up an angle where Seth will be angry that he's the only one who's not a Grand Slam winner. Ooh. Interesting. In the Balor's-
4: Oh, I thought, I thought you were going to say a
1: be, Grand Slam. No, I was going to say, Ambrose is a Grand Slam winner, Reigns is a Grand Slam winner, Rollins will start feeling inadequate that he's not. But yeah, Dean never got the recognition that he was a Grand Slam champion. Yeah. Because uh, well, well, so, he got enough recognition for did, me the longest. He
0: just way. did. Yeah, oh yeah. well, yeah, he's just got plugged out there. Suplex retweet, we recognise Dean Ambrose. Something else though as well, like, maybe a, a sort of rip-off story for NXT. Champa attacked Gargano when he wasn't fully fit. What if Dean Ambrose attacks Seth Rollins and he's gone mental trying to get his hand oh. on Dean?
3: Lots of excitement, lots of See? potential angles going about WrestleMania. See, it's really? maybe
0: interferes, We've got it's got to be like a five-star match, but no interferes, so we're just sitting there like, oh, this <gasps> <is> boring.
3: <laughs> I mean, talk now. Talking about things that could take many, many angles. Let's go on to this match, or is it going to be a match? We don't know. John Cena
0: versus
4: AJ Styles <laughs> <laughs> again for the to earn the the real name of Alan Jones. <laughs>
2: So oh, That's left him silent all of a sudden. I'm
5: so glad I wasn't on for the quiz. This oh, is, it
2: was so I wish I wasn't on the this quiz. This is one of those
1: things where the build-up seems like it might not actually be worth the payoff. If it is paid off. WWE have a long-standing history of building up angles and completely abandoning them, and to do that at WrestleMania would be a bit crass.
3: Yeah, but with John Cena and The Undertaker. Yeah, it mean, doesn't seem right that I it would be on, a match. I mean, for anybody not familiar with the build up to this one, I, again, I don't know why you wouldn't be, but I'm just going to go through it. John Cena has been calling out The Undertaker because he wants a match on WrestleMania. I mean, come on, he's a 16 time world champion and needs to do these things to get a match. Just walk into the office and go, I want to face T- uh, Ty Elinger on the pre-show.
0: <laughs> yeah, I might go at Michael Cole for no reason. The, the camera panned on Michael Cole and Michael Cole suddenly. sitting there like- went Michael Cole, you've not done your homework. I can't be in those matches. Like, mate, you realise Curt Hawkins and Titus O'Neill are in the battle royal. (laughs) He
1: can be in any match he wants, really, like Big
0: Match John, you know.
4: and he should have just said like, oh and Michael, while you're at it, stop. Always plugging the network, we get it nine ninety
3: nine. Now stop telling people how to use Facebook Live. <laughs> you comment on, I mean, you swipe left for this
6: and you swipe left. Like we know, we're not uh, we're not children. Well, we're some not, of us are, but not all of us. Can I ask? Will John Cena be in the front row of the crowd from the Star Mania? Will yes. he be like the most oh. John
0: Cena looking fan ever, not, or something? Do you know what I hope it does? Because it was the stupidest thing I think I've ever seen. It was. The Rock get kicked out the arena so he bought a ticket So he came down the ramp with entrance music and everything in pyro <laughs> And yet, <laughs> his excuse was, I have a ticket Okay, sit in the front row then, get out the ring you dafty
1: Imagine if every fan got an entrance music in pyro I Best oh mania ever! Or worse exactly.
6: I mean, now, now we've got to a stage where Kane doesn't even have pyro I know, Get it's... bring back fans pyro bringing...
1: We're getting pyro They're getting pyro, media.
6: so you'll be happy You'll pyro for mania, mania yeah. Not, yeah Not just for mania, for
1: the whole thing But, but let's
6: kind of think uh,
3: is this probably the strangest build-up to a big money match in WrestleMania history? These two. Yeah, so
1: that makes sense because he's calling out someone who's dead. Well, I mean, not, 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 not that he's literally dead. But, but he left his dead man persona in the gim- in the ring. So not only is he the dead man, but the dead man's dead. He's calling out someone that, and then he started calling out
4: Next Mark. <laughs> you, you bring up an interesting point there because. To be honest, I have to give props to WWE for this one. They're, they're thinking outside the box when it comes to promoting this this feud because could they have a match? Could they not have a match? It keeps people guessing and, you know, it's always it's been a one-sided conversation because with Cena making all the call-outs, Undertaker's said nothing. Well, it was similar
3: to his, uh, kinda similar to his uh, build-up to his match with Bray Wyatt three years ago, only obviously you, the match was happening that time. There's still that debate in the air of, is this actually going to be a match? Will it just be a segment, you know? I've seen so many theories online, it's unreal. I've seen one of Bloom and John Cena going to take his seat, and somebody's on the seat and going, What are you doing in my seat? And it's just take her as take her, and he just. Punches them and then that's it.
0: That's right. a good. That's good in theory. But how many normal average wrestling fans are six foot ten, <laughs> like with the ginger hair exactly. and a lot of tattoos <laughs> that say Bone Street Crew? Just, just imagine him coming down with popcorn and a floral shirt,
6: sits, <laughs> and, <laughs> socks and <the> sandals on. <laughs>
3: imagine the guy. Imagine the person, people sitting next to him. Going, is that Taker? T- I t- t- know t- that, That's t- the thriller, thing. Thriller no Taker. <laughs>
0: too many fans these days give the game away. Like that's Undertaker. Just one guy. That's Undertaker. Brock Camden. <laughs>
4: it'll be Brock Lesnar. It'll be Brock Guy
1: going, there he is. He's there. Let's well, no plug man. I hate that guy. Uh, saying, no, let's
4: we just. All, we, all, we all hate that guy. Who's the yeah. other guy? Who's the other guy that wears like the white jacket and the hat and there's the long
1: hair? Kind of looks like. That's the guy who's always at the shows with his mum. Yeah. I think oh, it's yeah. his mum. I've seen a
0: theory going about him that that's Kevin Dunn's wife and son. I thought you were talking about Mordecai there.
1: No, it's, it's, <laughs> it's a guy who's got long black hair and he wears like a white T-shirt every time. But, uh, you know, he, he's quite quiet. He just claps at the right moment. He doesn't plug himself, but he's yeah, always
0: facing the hard camp. Yeah, he's he's a nice enough guy, but uh, next week on John Cena challenges dead wrestlers, Eddie Guerrero. <laughs> Whoa. 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 Too far. <laughs> Go back uh. to Baski. Oh. <laughs> trust me, trust me, if Scott Reel had their way, I'd still be there.
1: <laughs> I think he's not going to have a, mar- a match against the Undertaker. He's gonna have a match against Mark Calloway, <laughs> but, but he'll he'll come out as the American badass probably.
4: Yeah, I was gonna say because I think Cena actually left a couple of clues in his uh, his promo this week on Raw. He said, um, "Oh, you left your hat in the ring, but obviously you left your balls at home," kind of thing. So left the hat in the ring, dead man's hat, mm-hmm. you know. But there was another thing as well. He said, "If you don't respond to these people, you're a dead man walking." Dead man walking was featured in his American badass theme, and it was like the first line or something. And that makes you think, you know, what if he's coming out as Mark Calloway the American badass rather than The Undertaker? See,
3: that's better stats, man. That's the type of thing we employ you for. Yeah, see, I, I have done my homework.
4: You say that. employ like we never
0: pay him.
1: Why <laughs> where's my pay? No, you get biscuits. Uh, you I, br- get, you get I bring biscuits round during the I'll, I'll take biscuits uh, as well. You get Aye. a paycheck from Stanford anyway, no. you don't need it.
0: You get <laughs> you get six tea cakes and don't pass them around the room.
4: <laughs> Hang on, I got relegated to <laughs> the pre show. I'm not getting royalties from the DVD this year. You're not even on
6: the pre show, mate. <laughs> By the way,
4: we need we need to change your mailing, we need to change it to union <laughs> yeah, change it to my uh, New York address. That'd be ma- that'd be smashing. Oh, so it's New York. <laughs> you need to New York. <laughs> so see, if I'm talking New York State.
1: See if you consider this a big money match. What does it say about the idea that part timers should be getting such a prominent space on the show? They, it's not only it's not only that they've built up a match between two legends. I mean, they are part timers. One's a free agent. One's a guy who shows up once a year now but does it say anything about the fact that they can essentially build up a match without even showing one of them whatsoever and still have one of the hottest angles?
0: Well, they did it, with, like Stephen was saying, with Bray Wyatt.
4: But yeah. it's, and it's clearly working as well because people are invested in this programme. Yeah. They want to see or hear from The Undertaker. And uh, we are talking about it right now.
3: Yeah, I mean, you kind of think about it. I mean, you talk about that one, I mean, we've uh, live-tweeted us... The, the Raw SmackDown has recently been live tweeted that we did that we did, and uh, the re- the main reason we decided to do the Raw was because of the rumors Undertaker. This was, we were going to hear from Undertaker, he was going to show up in the match, he was going to be done,
0: and he did nothing. Yeah, thank, <laughs> thanks for that Undertaker, I set up. I had to watch Dana Brooke wrestle at 3:47 a.m. UK time. Like that is unacceptable. That's not that, a bad that, thing. That's not unacceptable in any that's Raw, let alone bad. the Raw before Ross, WrestleMania.
3: Ross, in all fairness, the the Cena taker thing was before that, so you te- you could have turned it off, you know.
0: I was live tweeting for you. <laughs> You're welcome.
4: <laughs> Thank you, Sandow. Uh, um, yeah, there's another thing as well. Is they're actually they're actually gonna I think they're actually gonna make the decision what to do with it on the day. And if anything, that's another reason just to tune on in. The,
3: on the day booking? Why do on the day booking with well, a match of this potential
4: magnitude? When, is, when have they ever done on the day booking with a match like this or a feud like this?
3: But for the casual viewers, you've got Cena and Taker. And if you get the casual viewers not getting that, who are not as invested in the overall product, you know, I'm not going to be happy.
4: Why are they? Well, why don't they just think like, okay, what what's going to happen? Let's see what's going to happen. You know, it's a it's unconventional booking, but it's it's unconventional booking that appeals to everybody, and that's what I really like about it. Like I said, outside the box thinking, and it gets people invested. Look, look at us. Look how much we're in debate about this. I
5: mean, I'm just going to say one thing. Um, Even though we're talking about this match, I think I might be in the minority when I say I don't really care if the Undertaker comes out. Um,
1: kind
5: of similar as well, yeah. Yeah, like, I'm all for a John Cena match, but I I just don't see the big deal with The Undertaker.
1: It's not that I don't... No, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I it's not that I don't like The Undertaker. It's just that, at this point, part of the magic is gone for me.
3: Yeah, I, was, I wasn't... I was When they announced this was going to happen, I wasn't keen because, obviously, I, I, I liked the way they ended him last year. They put all his stuff down, he walked away, and that was him. But the fact he's now going to be back, and he's... I mean, look at the shape he's been in the last few years, I wasn't so sure about it, but because they've invested so much into this, I think it would just be kind of a waste, given how stacked- I know I'm doing my strack here, I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh, Since we're so invested in the the, the overall card, I mean, there's so much going on, to have something that just feels it's going to be wasted just feels nothing to me. The best thing about it is we've got to see more of Fugonomics style John Cena in the last few weeks, and I've loved
0: Fugonomics John Cena. I wish he would just keep a bit of consistency though, it's like, it's- it's goofy, John Cena, that we don't like. You know, we nobody denies he's a great wrestler. Nobody denies he can cut a great promo. It's occasionally where he, like when Kane came out a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. or you know, poor Miz. Whenever he has a program with Miz, he just doesn't take him seriously. <laughs> it's those sort of things that people moan at John yeah. Cena. But I
1: agree. I agree. I'm really sick of John Cena coming out and like running down talent, and then when it's time for his time, uh, his his little bit in the spotlight, he gets all serious. I don't. I don't like a wrestler coming out and going like, oh, look at you, fruity cocoa pups or whatever he would say to someone. You know, he says, he says stuff like that or, oh, you're just uh, you know, almost as bad as Roman Reigns suffering succotash lines. Like, he's, give, he's given this corny dialogue. Oh, but when it's time for a feud with The Undertaker, oh, watch out. The kid gloves come off. It's like, well, you know, Cena should be at the level where he's elevating talent now, not just saving his good stuff for a match. Yeah, old
0: he, man. He, his gimmick isn't like that of a Stone Cold, where he disrespected everyone, or a, a Rock, where he was a comedy heel, a comedy heel and face, where he just ran down everybody. Cena seems to jump between a Steve Austin, a Rock, and then a Goofy Doink the Clown <laughs> in, <laughs> in between, and it's just. It is frustrating because you know how good he is.
4: That's an oddly
3: accurate description. Yeah, it's just, it's so frustrating as well, though. See, I was quite disappointed pre-show because I kind of, I I thought pre-show, like, we've got a resident Toto Divas, Toto Bellas expert back in the show, I was like, great, let's find out if John Cena's tried to call Undertaker out on that. (laughs) Then Stacey tells me she's not watched in a couple of months,
0: so... (laughs) Come on, Stacey.
5: You know what I think? (laughs) So, last year at WrestleMania, obviously, John Cena and Nikki got engaged. What if they don't have a match, but they have their wedding?
0: So that's another call out to a dead wrestler, a Randy Savage.
4: wedding. And before
1: Nikki says I do, boom.
0: No way.
1: No. Undertaker oh. comes out in a wedding dress. Is that what you're saying? Yes. <laughs> Is that what I'm picking up here?
0: You may now kiss the bride to uh, lift the veil. Object. It's Undertaker.
1: <laughs> 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 I'm sending this wedding to hell. <laughs> See
6: Can I just th- can I just thank God that we're not on the WWE writing team? <laughs> I'm quite I'm quite grateful. I know I know like this is bad,
3: but if Paul Berra was still here, he'd be the one coming out as the undead wedding going, you can now kiss your bride Same way he did in the Stephanie wedding. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but anyway, away from weddings, I mean I don't <laughs> think, I don't think it's gonna happen. Let's let's
5: we can just hope. We can just keep our fingers crossed and hope.
3: I've got two questions to you on this Undertaker Cena thing. I mean, the first of I'm going to go around again. The first one, will the match happen? And if the match happens, who's
0: going to win? Ross? I don't think it's happening this year. I think it'll be next year. And I think officially Undertaker will retire next year. I think maybe the fact that John Cena is going more part time after WrestleMania, they'll mm. maybe do a career versus career match. Obviously, we know Cena will win, but see I don't it. see it happening. this year. I see a, a mass, see the brawl they had with Brock Lesnar after Battle a couple of years ago. Mm. I think we're going to get that.
3: See, I would have liked it. That's the way I thought, I thought it would be. I thought Cena should have got so desperate that he said to, to said to take, her. I want, I want to put my career on the line to face you.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So I'm quite disappointed that's not going to happen. But uh, yeah, kind of makes sense. I mean, can, can Undertaker's body hold up another year?
4: I hope so. I mean, I'd like to see him do one more because I think last year against Roman Reigns was a bit of a disappointment. Oh, it was
3: terrible. Roman Reigns has even came out and said he took the blame for it being that bad.
4: Yeah, you know. No, I I just don't think it was a match that was worthy of main event in WrestleMania. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, Undertaker, you know, for all his uh, accomplishments in his two and a half decade career, he does deserve to be on the WrestleMania main card, but main event at his age? I don't think he can do a main event performance anymore, but that w- I would like to see Cena versus Undertaker sort of like in the same way as, like, HBK Ric Flair was so, at WrestleMania 24. So do you think it's going to happen this year? I hope it does, yeah. And who's going to win it? I hope Undertaker wins. Like, his last ride is a good one, and he just leaves on his motorcycle, leaves the dead man and the, the badass behind.
3: Stacey, I know you've already gave your brunt opinion on this one, but what's your thoughts?
5: Uh. I don't know if it's going to happen or not, if it does, John Cena's going to win.
3: Of course you think John Cena's going to win. Yeah.
1: <laughs> James. Yes, and John Cena heel-turn. <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> the perfect way, If he, he's in the ring, he realises he's called out the wrong guy and he just can't beat him, gets out that old thug chain, busts it across his face. You're heel-turning more than Big Show here. I'm not heel-turning, they're all heel-turning. Don't blame me.
4: See
2: blame be, the
1: wrestling.
4: See, to be fair, see you looking look at these matches
1: <laughs> we're going to talk about.
2: Wrestling.
4: All these matches we're going
3: to talk
6: about, there is a
3: potential heel turn in most of them. So
6: every single one. James is in his element. Heel elements. turn. <laughs> Quacko. Uh, yes, and Taker for the win. Mm, see, I think it should happen because of the belt.
3: Uh, and if it if what if it's going to happen, it's got to be Undertaker. He can't lose again. Cena doesn't need it. Taker kind of needs it. Then he can go off in the sunset and lift weights with Michelle McCool on Instagram all he likes. <laughs> He loves those Instagrams. I mean, for a man, and he's—I've never seen a man—he's fifty—so up to date with Instagram.
4: Well, I think it's technically he's,
3: Michelle's Instagram. So yeah, but he has to—he has to work the camera. I mean, have you seen a fifty-year-old man work a camera? <laughs>
0: how many—how many videos does Michelle have on her phone when it's her lifting weights and it's just Undertaker's face? Am I recording this right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Michelle, am I doing this
4: right?
0: If you're, he's old- not Scottish. <laughs>
4: I it, that's
6: all. <laughs> if you're sitting at a home listening to eat, Sleep, Suplex, or eat you happen to be over 50, why don't record yourself doing a wee video message to Stephen Wilson and send it to at suplex retweet, <laughs> on his representative I've seen my dad work a phone.
3: My, my dad thinks he's using up data when he's on the Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> End of story. My dad sometimes listens. I'm not going to For a minute
1: up. I thought you implied your dad was Undertaker and I was really confused. <laughs> You both well, get ginger hair I in both fairness. ginger
3: hair <laughs> My mum and dad are not ginger There's a the
1: thing Ooh. Whoa. Got a Prince Harry situation uh, kicking out Oh, <laughs> oh. EP this like travel
3: <laughs> Anyway that's been the first half of our live show this, this week i i never I, kicked I, off <laughs> stay, stay, stay tuned where in the second half of the show Dave's gonna Dave, Dave's going Dave's gonna to talk about some stats on his sweepstakes, and we're going to talk about Styles Nakamura and Reigns Lesnar, but we will be back in a short bit. Stay tuned. Welcome to Wrestlemania week here at Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet.
2: Are you ready world?
6: A home of Wrestlemania. WrestleMania. Represents then,
2: now, and forever
4: Welcome to Wrestlemania
2: Welcome to the Hosea Penitentiary
6: The United States Championship is mine And I am taking it to Wrestlemania
2: And nobody is going to stop me Welcome to the Hardy Compound
6: I challenge The Undertaker to a match at WrestleMania!
2: There is only one true goddess in WWE. Shit stays, not for Nakamura. This is the dream match. Because
6: Sammy and I, we can beat anyone. You are my hero, you're a hero to all these people, but
1: right now, I don't think I'm looking at a hero.
0: Seth, what happened
4: the
1: last time we had a championship match? I'm going to take that Intercontinental Championship. Oh my God! No, no,
2: no, no!
5: have never faced anyone like me
2: no one is ready for us oh
3: oh it's
6: not gonna-
2: I, Shane McMahon condemn you.
6: Brock Lesnar is an entitled piece of crap who hides behind his
2: contract. And Lesnar! With a suplex to range and now a tear! Ooh! Every
6: single week, me and them boys run across this world and we bust our ass. And
2: Brock just shows up whenever he wants to, when the money's right and the city's right. That this is the house that AJ Styles built. It's Wrestlemania.
5: We are already fired up. Ladies and gentlemen, you're blind from Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet
2: on Strathclyde.
3: Welcome back to Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet, I'm Stephen Wilson, I've slightly recovered from the bashing I got pre-break, <laughs> <laughs> I am joined by Ross McLeod, David Hockney, Stacey Smith, James Murphy and the EP Kwaku Aji and we are live on the road to Wrestlemania, woo! woo! And we woo. are talking about matches, yay! <laughs> hey.
1: <laughs> Be careful with them, kids.
0: Yeah. Don't
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't don't play with matches. Thankfully, somebody picked up on that when I was waiting for it. <laughs> oh
0: yeah, what I was saying about well... again. Every week you talk to me as I'm eating baskets. Can I just say as well, that wasn't probably
4: just before the break. I don't think that was the biggest bashing you've had on this show lately. I think there was a, a certain quiz where you took an even bigger bashing. See if
3: you mention that. American <laughs> American
4: see, I found his trigger point here. See if here. you mention that.
3: Qu- I could you mention that about twenty times a day? <laughs> I'll keep mentioning it until it stops getting annoying. You meant to have five. It's been annoying for a while. <laughs> you meant yeah. to have you meant to have your five a day in fruit and veg, not your five a day mentioning Alan Jones. AJ Styles will never love you. Stop saying his name. <laughs> you mean John Cena? <laughs> yeah. got Go up again. It's
0: usually so easy. It's quite hard to get breaking this one. I will break you. Oh yeah, David. Just do what I did. I corrected him at start. <laughs> Can I just say for the viewers, James right now
6: is just chilling, listening to a bit of Greenlight and drinking some juice and enjoying the vibes. I
1: mean, Greenlight's is definitely the best WrestleMania song. Greenlight That's why I, pick, I picked it for
6: you, my Great man. man love it.
1: Mm.
3: Yeah, but for anybody listening to the show For the first time and enjoying it We are on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram Like The Undertaker and Michelle McCool uh, <laughs> At suplex retweet uh, Also we have a massive back, back catalogue As massive as Quacko's cable package
1: <laughs> oh, <what>? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Steady on
3: <laughs> iTunes, Anchor <laughs> And various other podcast sites You were not ready for that
4: were you? He's going to have to face, cut his own mic His face paved like bad here <laughs>
0: Anyway, let's move on. Let's stop bashing each other.
1: Hey, <laughs> Three. Oh.
0: keep Kwaku's package away from me if we're bashing each other. <laughs>
1: what is this, the Great American Bash? <laughs> <laughs> what we'll is well, Bash at the Beach now? Uh,
2: I love how
3: a- I love how we've done 3 non-live p- podcasts this weekend. We've not had anything like this, and they bring me back for the live podcast, and then everything just.
2: <laughs> and
4: demonium, just a full on
3: bashing <laughs> You're like here.
0: a, you're like a substitute teacher. We know you're not going to be here tomorrow, so. <laughs>
3: yeah. Anyway, let's let's quick, let's briefly move away from the matches now. Let's talk about something which we brought up on our Twitter recently. It was about the actual length of WrestleMania. Now, it was mentioned briefly on the quiz that show that WrestleMania Thirty Two was the biggest slog in wrestling history.
4: The biggest slog? Slog. As in the longest one?
3: Big, it was a slog. I don't know. It yeah, was, it was like seven hours long or something. Yeah, it was absolutely. It was a. It was a hard show to get through. And this year's WrestleMania is scheduled to be on for seven hours, counting the pre-show. Scheduled to finish at five a.m. We know it's not going to finish at five a.m. Five a.m. GMT. We know the Big Dog will still be coming out about that time.
1: It'll. It'll definitely go longer than the allotted time. It always does.
3: So we asked the question to uh, to the Twitter fans of Retweet, Thank you for them. They took part in it. We had a, quite a lot of participation. Do they think 7 hours is too long for Wrestlemania? Now, 66% of people who took part said yes, Whoa. Wrestlemania is too long at 7 hours. Do you agree or do nope. you disagree guys? Absolutely not. Nope. Go well, let's, um, let's have a quick chat on that one.
0: Is 7 hours too long for Wrestlemania? Well, see, to be honest with you, see see the first hour of the pre-show. In fact, quite even between matches and the pre-show, it's Oh, Stevie's just lost interest in my point as he slid away to get a biscuit.
3: I'm listening, on you go.
0: Excuse me, sir. I listen to your point.
2: I'm listening, <laughs> on you go.
0: Anyway, uh, yeah, the pre-show itself, between matches and the first hour, really, it's just sort of Renee Young talking, trying to get sense out of Booker T, which is like trying to get blood for a stone. But, uh, yeah, you've, the first two hours is quite frankly meaningless. You know, you've got a, a wee concert in between and let's be honest, none of us on the panel are excited about every match, there's maybe one or two that we don't care about. So like, you could just, what is the problem with being seven hours? It's the one night a year, it's the biggest event in wrestling, in wrestling's year, so why not make it the biggest event of the year? I mean, I
3: think if uh, if the card's good enough and if the excitement's good, seven hours is fine, but when you get ones that are absolutely, you feel like, oh, well, it's too, I mean, come on, Ross, I know you love them, but... Thirty-two minutes of the Rock with a flamethrower. Oh yeah, promo. no, no, I I at
0: one point thought that The Rock had forgot he was not on a movie set and just kinda of wandered it. I think when he got down and seen the microphone and the ring ropes went, I should maybe cut a promo here.
1: <laughs> I see I see the way WrestleMania's long time is built, as I think they see it more of an event now, like the Super Bowl Sunday. People go over to each other's houses early, they, they're making food, they're chilling out. You know the a lot of it is they're building this idea that Wrestlemania isn't always about the wrestling, it's about the spectacle and people like just enjoying it. So personally for me, uh, I've got like, obviously I'm gonna be watching it with people and like I'm spending like most of the day with them, we're gonna be watching it, you get that hype going. It's. On par with like not I mean not for viewership but as a thing itself for wrestling it's on par with like the Super Bowl. It's a day long thing essentially. You know when it's WrestleMania day you're you're thinking about WrestleMania all day.
4: No I completely agree yeah no I have to I think James makes an excellent point there you know it's not just like a full day of wrestling it's a it's a full day experience you know you're be you're in a well for the people who are there you're in a massive venue they got this big light up stage with pyrotechnics hopefully. Uh, you've got celebrity yep. involvement. You know, it's not just like wrestling fans that get involved. Like, it tries to get full-blown celebrity culture involved somehow, and it, it's some is trying to. I think it tries to appeal to a mass audience rather than just a wrestling-themed audience. And yeah, I think seven hours is justified as long as it has like a smooth, uh, consistent booking of matches, uh, segments, entertainment uh, spectacle as a whole. So I think the reason. People might find it too long. I think, particularly for British fans, because it's on midnight GMT and it you're, you're talking the early hours of the morning and stuff. I think you know some of us struggle just to stay stay up so late to watch it. Maybe that I think that's maybe the the side thing. But see, if you're watching in, in America, um, I don't think people would be complaining at all. No, I no, totally. These all make very fair points,
3: and I think James actually made a very good point in saying it's an all-day thing. WrestleMania, you're absolutely buzzing, you know. You just can't wait for it to start. Well,
0: not even in America. What about in Glasgow? Look at Old fun Day in Glasgow. You know, not picking sides or anything, but people spend the whole day out with their pals. It's a 90-minute game of football with a 15-minute break. With
2: mm-hmm. a five-hour build-up in the pub as well. Exactly.
0: <laughs> people are at church. Char- P- Police Scotland. I 12 o'clock so you can't get drunk. People, be at my house for 6 a.m. There'll be rolls and sausage. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be rolls and sausage. And, you know, and then people... Meet up after the game, you know, and go to the pub, and you know, it's a it's a full day thing. Oh, that's it's, why they uh, call it
4: Derby Day, yeah. Exactly, it's a full like day. It,
0: all sporting events are a day thing. You may as well fill up that day with the thing you want. I also heard Domino's is open until three a.m. Exactly. <laughs> I, I
1: don't know how to describe Ooh. it, but there's a feeling like in the air, almost when you're around people who're buzzing for the same thing as you are. It's like it's that sort of like like again using the old firm as an example. Walk into the stadium. Yeah, with fans going there as well, you get that. The air's sort of, like, charged. And Similarly, discussing wrestling people on WrestleMania Day, you're, you know, I, if I could, I could try and nap before WrestleMania to easily stay up for the whole five hours, but there's no way I can. Sitting there Googling, watching old matches, you know, that's usually what I do. But I think the longer the Mania, the better, until you're getting to the point where it's, like, a 12-hour show and... Eventually, there's so much wrestling that all the wrestling is done forever. So there
3: you have it, guys. That's <laughs> that's 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 what our panel are thought of if wrestling is too long. If you didn't take part in the poll and you want to give your opinion, we're on Twitter at Suplex Retweet. Right now, it's time for that tea break that Ross talked about in the first half of the show.
2: <laughs> yeah. I've got a
3: biscuit. You get one too. <laughs> so as it Suplex Retweets a bunch of the panel have decided that we're going to do a bit of a sweepstakes, yeah. and Dave is going to tell us how. The panel think WrestleMania is going to go in terms of predictions, so Dave, you have a couple of minutes over to you.
4: Yep, so, so far I've got nine people with putting predictions in for this year's uh, WrestleMania card. We've got about 14 matches if we're assuming Cena and Taker is going to happen, which we will. Um, And I have to say there are some interesting statistics between the main events or matches, the mid card and the battle royals, including who Strowman's partner is going to be. So. Can you talk about Strowman's partner? That's yeah. the, that, I really want to hear. What I was gonna think. Say, there have been a lot of names floating around for. Gi- Bro- judging
3: on what the, some of the responses Chris Murray got for this final member of the Ladder Match, mm-hmm. Badmania was it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it oh, was. Yeah. yeah.
4: No, we've had uh, some names floating about for Braun Strowman's partner. We've had Elias. We've had Rey Mysterio. We've had Big Cass, Samoa Joe, The Big Show. Lots of names floating around. I think it could be anybody's guess. Like who Strowman's partner is going to be. Then they said Veronica McLeod. Nobody said Veronica McLeod.
0: That's Davey's partner. Davy won the her go. <laughs> Hi, Mum and Dad. I'm
4: yeah. uh, not talking about you, by the way. Yeah. And, while we're, and while we're talking unpredictability here, I'll jump straight to the under the Giant Moro Battle Royal, because like, there have been a, a huge um, wide array of names who could win that as well. Like, uh, The most popular one I've had is Matt Hardy. I think three out of the nine of us have said it. So a third of us have said Matt Hardy's going to win. Two of us have said Ty Dillinger is going to win, the perfect ten. And some of the other names we have Elias, Tyler Breeze, Big Cass, and Aiden English. That's Eight more in English th- is a good one. Is that is, is that was that nine? That was nine, yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: oh. Wasn't quite ten. Ten, <laughs> 10,
4: ten. Eight in yeah. English would be good. Quite, All bad. right. So moving to sort the mid-card matches, we've got the Cruiserweight Championship match. We're pretty much split down the panel here. We've got five for Cedric and four for Mustafa. So again, yep. again, a match could go either way. And this is what I really like. There's a lot of unpredictability about WrestleMania. We're basically split uh, down the panel here. Um, for the Intercontinental Championship, since we've discussed that as well, again, it's a relatively split panel. We've got four votes for Miz, three for Balor, and two for Rollins. Poor Rollins. But yeah, again, it goes to show, you know, it's, it's not completely one-sided with these matches. You know, anything could happen. Um, one more I'll mention before I go into the, the main event matches. Um, we've got uh, The Usos the new day the bludgeon brothers smackdown tag team championships the bludgeon brothers are the favorites going into it with uh, just shy of half of us saying the bludgeon brothers will win
1: four out of the nine of us james can i say that i put new day to win with a heel turn as well? <laughs> 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 i haven't written that down but i think yeah <laughs> go well you love new- your heel turns
3: uh, new day are
4: not far behind they've had three votes from the panel and the poor usos they'll not be down since day one is h uh, with only <laughs> one vote <laughs> yeah. Let's move on to the W.
5: Finally, I got this to stick.
4: <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Let's move on to the big championship matches, David. What's yeah, let's called? do that. Well, these are pretty much one-sided. That's all I'm going to say. Everybody's saying Roman Reigns is going to beat Brock Lesnar, <laughs> like literally nine to nothing. See, somebody said Brock. Um, Where have you been?
5: I did say that I wanted it to be Brock, but mm. it would be Reigns.
4: That, I'll take that as a so... prediction for Reigns.
5: <laughs> but I did say that I wanted it to be Brock.
4: Okay, we've got one who wants Brock to win, but everybody's. Uh, she also wants both the
3: Bellas it. to be bronze partner.
5: <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. No, I don't. No, I
3: don't. I said that would win,
5: either but... be Elias, Bray, or both.
4: You really can't make a decision. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we're also split on Cena versus Taker if it does happen, but Cena. Is narrowly won the vote by five to four. Okay. Yeah. And what about Styles Nakamura? Styles Nakamura, I'm getting to that. One more match we haven't yet discussed: Kurt Angle and Ronda Rousey versus uh, yeah, uh, Triple H style? and Stephanie. <laughs> Everybody except Stacy has said that Angle and Ronda are going to win. Stacy thinks Triple H and Stephanie are going to win.
5: No, that's fair. Yes, I do.
4: Okay. And finally, AJ Nakamura. Again, very one-sided. Everybody says Nakamura is going to win. Which I'm quite surprised at because I thought that'd be more down the middle. Or at least AJ would have had at least a couple of votes.
0: Stevie said, John Cena. Yeah, <laughs> I,
4: want to, I really wanted to put AJ. I
1: wanted to put AJ, but I don't know. I just don't, I don't see it happening.
4: No, again, I'm the same with St- I'm the same with This one, well. I kind of want AJ to sort of win it, but I think booking wise, I think it makes sense for Nakamura. Sorry. And can you imagine, you know, if those two main evented and everybody's just singing along to Nakamura's team as he holds the championship? I mean, what a feeling to end on.
3: So see, that is the predictions of the Suplex Retweet panel. If you've got predictions and you want to tell us them, Suplex Retweet on Twitter or Facebook, or you can send us a picture of a bit of paper with your predictions on it, on put it on Instagram. I don't know. Uh, right, I think that's a perfect time now to talk about the match that David just talked about there, and it's the match between the WWE Champion AJ Styles and the Royal Rumble winner Shinsuke Nakamura. Now, for people who have not watched anything other than WWE, i.e. Dave, these two have fought before in a big match in Japan. I'm aware Wrestle Kingdom
4: of, of, the, the general event, or the fact they had a match on it? R- Kingdom 10, they had a match and it was rated super highly. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yes, Dave Meltzer gave it one of his rare super highly stars <laughs> <laughs> He gave it two thumbs up. No, no, Styles, Styles and Nakamura. It's a
3: match everybody's wanted to see this year. I think it's going to be great. What's your thoughts on it? Potential dream match in WWE
4: terms this year? I'm buzzing for it. No no kidding, like, I even went to the effort, you know, I, as much as I say I th- as I think Nakamura's going to win, I actually got myself an AJ Styles shirt. Just for just for that reason, Walking
0: right. that AJ Styles. Squad.
1: I, I don't know. I don't see this. The, I can't think of a reason this would be a bad match. As I've not seen, I've seen Nakamura put on some lackluster matches, but well, that's he, also to do with <coughs> his booking and stuff. But AJ has not put on a bad match yet. Yeah. And to be honest, this is going to be fantastic. We well, saw
3: his match with Shane last year. You know, that, that was, that was that amazing. Stole, yeah. stole the show last year so good. So good.
4: AJ Styles will not have a bad match with anybody. I think that's safe to say. Well, he
3: had yeah, some questionable ones with Kevin Owens
4: last year. Well, again, they were yeah. supposed to be the mid-card feud. Maybe they were told not to outdo the main event, which is, for the love of God, was Gender Mahal for crying <laughs> was, out loud. That was also oh, move with, on.
0: <laughs> That was
1: also to do with the booking of the finishes. It was meant to be screwy finishes, and one of yeah. the ways they did that was I believe made. got his foot caught in a table.
4: Uh, yeah, that was that was a counter victory. A but yeah, how allergy. can you how can you, how can you expect to have Shinsuke to have a good match with Jinder Mahal. I mean that's how badly he was shafted. He's in his a first good time. wrestler.
1: Get over it, David.
0: <laughs> Who, Jinder? Yes! <laughs> oh, let, let, let's save this for another time. He's, uh, a, he's a good wrestler. Nakamura
4: yes. is in the position he should have been
1: and not jobbing out to a member of 3MB. That's what that's my point proven. I definitely agree. Uh, I think Nakamura um and versus AJ it's one of those things I don't I kinda don't like how it's been billed as the dream match, because everyone knows it's the dream match. But it's fantastic. It's gonna be fantastic. It's gonna be better than Lesnar I means anyway. I'm
3: yeah. gonna ar- I'm gonna argue the fact. People, I know certain people will disagree with it. Their match at Wrestle Kingdom and was it two years ago? Two twenty sixteen. Twenty sixteen. Yeah, is yeah. the greatest match in New Japan Pro Wrestling history in my opinion.
1: It's like, fantastic. Like icon th- versus icon. Almost. I
3: think it's brilliant. I mean, ok- Okada and Omega doesn't hold to this match in my opinion. Mm.
1: I, I Josh will be spinning in his home, but I agree. <laughs> I you are going to say spinning in his hole. I'm just
5: going to put he's, spinning,
1: he's rolling in his broken bed.
5: <laughs> I think that match is one of the best wrestling matches I've ever seen. And if the if their match at WrestleMania this year is anything like that match, match of the year.
3: I mean, the thing that people say is uh, Shinsky's not really had a sod run in the main roster, it's not a like big match, I mean we talked. they talked about it a couple of nights ago the, the, the curse of Dolph Ziggler, Ziggler.
0: <laughs> which, which pained me to agree with because honestly 2013-14 even I, I stuck on for 15, 16. I was on the Dolph Ziggler <laughs> bandwagon, and eventually it just got to the point like, no, lads, this is my stope, I've got to get off you it, wasn't te- it wasn't quite baff you, te- you
1: could take your brain <laughs> ticking on that show. You were like, uh, Tyler Bruce. Take Dolph Ziggler and his ramen noodle haircut away from my WrestleMania. <laughs> get him out. <laughs> I am
2: a big in.
0: fan of Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, I, I, I still occasionally I hop for when the music hits and it's just like, it's not the same. James, I'm not going to get that image James, in my
4: head that you said his hair looks like a pot noodle. James,
3: you're, you're that, your opinion would have been perfect on the Monday night podcast when they talked about the curse of Ziggler.
1: He's, he's straight up cursed. Like an Egyptian mummy.
0: <laughs> <But> anyway, <laughs> see the the thing is though, I, I don't think this match, obviously to a wider audience, will be better than the, the New Japan match but for oh, me I think
5: definitely
0: not for me I think it is going to be because I'm somebody that has to be in the moment watching wrestling like if you tell me going into a match oh by the way wrestler number one wins us I can't get into it whereas if I'm going into it and it's live and I've not seen it it's going to be ten times better for me and I
2: and I'm
0: looking forward to it but I think other than the past two weeks on Smackdown this match really has coasted off the fact that it's a dream match. Like, yeah, well, we know that. Can we, can we build something towards it? It's
3: technically, in terms of SmackDown, it's the B-feud on SmackDown. Yeah, the big one, they said, was because
0: the... Because the greatest wrestlers ever, <laughs> Shane McMahon, <laughs> has allowed Daniel Bryan to tag with him. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Oh god, if you look at that match, you've got three of the best technical wrestlers in the world and Shane.
0: uh, Excuse me, has uh, any of them ever pulled a shooting star press out at Wrestlemania? I don't think they have. Hey, no
1: one punches like Shane McMahon.
0: (laughs) 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 Thank Uh, god, you wouldn't have boxing (laughs) if everybody punched like Shane McMahon.
1: But yeah, boxing's it. fake anyway. So be determined <laughs> 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 So yeah,
3: you've talked about there, Ross, about the kind of the build-up this match has had. I mean, on the last few weeks, it's taught me something. It's a kind of face versus face mentality. However, in the recent weeks, we've kind of seen a few flickers of potential uh, heel turn on Tenshin Nakamura. I think is that fair? Is that fair to say? No, no. I
4: disagree.
0: <laughs> I think it's I think it's more mind games for the two of them. Yeah, the face yeah. Face sort of it's thing. all
4: mind games. You know, it's gonna have that face face versus face mentality. The the fans are gonna cheer both of them regardless, and it's gonna be one of those matches where I imagine if they don't chant "This is awesome" before the bell rings, then there's something wrong with people. And I think from WWE's perspective, I think they're trying to cater to the the diehard fans who know the indie wrestling scene quite well, and I think. For those who have saw who saw AJ versus Nakamura at Wrestle Kingdom, they'll know what to expect from this this kind of match.
3: Can you tell us more
4: about the indie scene, Dave? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> He's pleading the fifth on that one. I
4: mean. Oh yeah, yeah, I'll plead the fifth on that one. So I, I, I can night.
1: see I can see what Steven means with the idea like that Nakamura could be showing for a, a heel turn in that that he's come out to matches and then there was the point where it looked like he was going to Kinshasa AJ Styles but it's all the build up it's just sort of them taunting each other and sort of giving each other cheeky middle fingers while they're you know sort of like bandying about and they're going to save it all for this big event but at the end whoever wins is going to raise the other one's hand and say I'm going to get you next time though that's how it's going to go
3: really You've talked about heel turns all night, yeah. and then, then at the time we would be teet you up on a heel turn, you're like, yeah! You nee. So it's the only
1: match that doesn't get
4: one. Did you see Smackdown this week, actually? I think AJ went for a phenomenal forearm, he landed on his feet, he didn't hit him, and
1: then he just pats Naka on the head. Exactly the same as what happened the week before, when he went to knee him and then just patted him on the head. Yeah, so again, it's all mind games.
0: Yeah. I've got a feeling that if if you give me 30 seconds to fantasy book, I think AJ is going to roll after this, right? And I've got a feeling maybe AJ could win the Rumble next year. And wants his revenge. Mm. So he moves back to SmackDown to face uh, Shinsuke. I think, that, I think that could be absolutely cracking.
3: That's a lot of moving and shaking. That's a lot of going between. Oh, I move about.
1: and shake, my friend.
0: I move and shake. <laughs> Can't
1: wait till the Universal title goes over to SmackDown. Why have we got this red belt? Oh, uh, I don't know. Superstar shake up.
3: <laughs> well, I don't know. On Sunday's show, that somebody was theorizing that the Bloomin' titles could switch, and then they are like, well, the SmackDown title is going to be on Raw, and the Raw women's title is going to be on SmackDown. Right, I think that just
4: makes no sense. I think. But every- why, though? <laughs>
0: I think it's why they ones like the every superstar shakeup I think the US Net Continental swap over. But no what I was meaning was if AJ won the rumble and then he just goes, No, I'm going back to SmackDown to face the WWE champion.
3: Hmm. And so you
4: think Since should, well, well,
3: are we having Shinsuke will hold it for a year?
0: I don't think he'll hold it for nah, a year, we. but I think he will have it back by the by WrestleMania season.
4: We're having thrice in a lifetime with AJ Naka as well?
0: Why not? Why not? Yeah.
4: I mean it can, it can be worse than Rock and Cena.
3: WrestleMania oh, yeah. 29. <laughs> I'm,
0: gonna, I'm gonna get you, you Prince Harry lookalike. I swear <laughs> to God, I'll run across this table <laughs> just to let you know. I'll, rip- I'll, I'll take that. David called me the
6: Bell Cell Beast of the a week, so I'll take Prince Harry lookalike. WrestleMania 29 is still the biggest pay-per-view rated uh, WrestleMania of all time.
1: So then, ticket Man. sales you's, are the highest rated. Um, pay, pay-per-view,
3: buys. Did did see, pay-per-view buys. Did you see Meltzer debating that on Twitter today? No. Is it's that not different nowadays
1: debatable. though? Because we've got the network. So yeah, but they come for another. Years no, yeah. the, the year but after
6: the, the network was the year after that.
1: But the twi- but that means 29th will always remain the highest pay per view buy one because no one's going to buy it on pay per view anymore True. Oh network.
6: But it was one point six billion. That's a lot. And when you consider like top UFC matches, average about 1.1. Mm. Mm. It's
1: because UFC is fake as well. <laughs> predetermined. All sports are. Tell that to Paul Craig. Tell, tell it to, to Steven some... Hughes. <laughs> oh, Shoesie, man. Oh. James is breaking the fourth wall here. I know. It's all predetermined. There's a wee guy that determines the outcome of every sporting event.
3: Fi- uh, final point on this one. Uh, should this main event? <laughs> no. What? AJ Naka? Yeah. Yes. yes.
1: It should. Yeah. It's not. It definitely should.
3: No, it's de- so who's going to win this match then? AJ Styles or Shinsuke Nakamura? Uh, I'm going to go
0: Shinsuke and AJ to get drafted to Raw.
4: I'm going to go with Nakamura on this one because I can just imagine him holding the championship and like I said before, they'll do a two-sweet in the middle of the ring and everybody sings Nakamura's theme as Pyro goes off.
3: See now that, see, see what I've just realised halfway through that? Dave kind of gave away this part of the show, where he sticks. it's like, everybody said Nakamura.
4: <laughs> yeah, everybody right. said Nakamura. Right, but yeah. in
0: fairness, you only noticed after we all spoke about it. <laughs> it just clicked. Stacey?
5: Um, I think it's going to be close. It's gonna be a fantastic match, um. But Nakamura's just gonna, just is this gonna get it at the end?
6: James?
1: Yeah, Nakamura's gonna win. I think so anyway. Mm-hmm. So the debate's not changed any of our minds either? No, no, no. It's, it's too. I don't know. AJ has held that title fantastically, but I think they're gonna trust Nakamura with it now.
4: They need a, they need a new big name, and you know, like with Ross saying, if AJ goes to Raw, SmackDown needs a big. Uh, a big uh, main event champion, and the Nakamura could be that guy.
3: Yeah, I mean, I mean, the the past, the previous WWE champion got screwed out the belt, so he, he could come back into it, you know. has <laughs> the debate changed your mind?
6: No, no.
3: Still Nakamura. Still Nakamura. Yeah, I'm still Nakamura, but I think this will be match of the night. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh no, I think there's no doubt about it. If both of them turn up and AJ's not injured, as they all say.
4: Well, you see he did a phenomenal forearm. He landed on both his both his legs. He didn't tweak it or anything. He seemed he looked all right. Interesting.
1: I think they're they're doing shades of what they did at the Wrestle Kingdom match Where they teased that uh, AJ Styles still had a back injury And then he used it to blindside Nakamura They'll do a similar thing He'll look like he's hurt his leg during the match And he'll just batter him probably Not a heel turn, just a smart tactics thing right, Yeah, yeah. M- mind games
3: And it's interesting that uh, AJ Styles landed on his legs and not his feet But that's for another show <laughs> Feet, uh, legs, close enough <laughs> Right, so moving on <laughs> to the final match of the Wrestlemania card For anybody who may be asking this We're talking about the Ronda Rousey match tomorrow that's why we're not talking about it tonight. Somebody will probably ask.
0: Yes. This.
5: Why aren't we talking about the Ronda Rousey match?
6: Because <laughs> we're giving it, we're,
3: because
0: we're dedicating a full speci- half
6: hour to it. That's yeah, why we're doing a special on Ronda Rousey.
0: Yes. I just
5: didn't want to let the side down, <laughs> Steven. I got your back.
0: Stevie's your decided back. to grace his presence for a second show.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I'm on two. Sh- I'm. I'm recording two shows that night. Oh, oh! I I, and,
0: you're not, and you're not on that other. one? Aye, tomorrow's five in a row for me. I'm, a, I'm allowed two days off, and then I'm on. Then I'm on the postmania one until next Wednesday. Iron Man sunshine! <laughs> you're in my yard now.
4: Oh, we've got a new big dog.
3: Well, I was the
0: original big dog. That name got stole for me. <laughs> Quacko, see that uh,
3: not very shiny object on the on the yeah. shelf? Uh,
4: yeah, I think it's going to get stripped. Yes. What shiny
6: object on the shelf? Yeah,
0: that would that would that would be my that would be my quiz <laughs> championship.
6: Well, you guys say it like that doesn't sound right, but it's a eat, sleep, Suplex retweet, uh, hardcore championship.
0: Yes, which has been un- I have to unfairly defend in a sweepstake against like nine people, twelve people actually. Oh, for Christ's sake!
6: Yeah, <laughs> it's a
4: battle
1: royale.
4: It's a hardcore battle royale. No, it's hardcore. It's gonna ropes. be
3: better than WrestleMania 2000. Anyway, let's move on to the final match that we're going to talk about tonight, and that's the match, well, likely an event, but. Not many people wanted to be an event. It is the big dog! The big dog! I'm loving the non-serious tone of this one. WrestleMania season's at this height, guys. It's Roman-, <laughs> Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar for the Universal Championship. Brock Lesnar has held the title for a year and has defended it more times than Dave's had sandwiches. <laughs>
0: And something else.
1: <laughs> Wait, I don't understand. Dave has lots of sandwiches or. I don't
0: know. I don't understand. So
1: basically, my. Ross, like, Ross got it. This, this is like. This is that match that we've been told we wanted to see for three years, but to be honest, no one likes this match. Robert, I know. Robert, yeah. Robert. I,
0: actually, I actually do. I thought the match before the cash in was brilliant. I thought. I yeah, loved it. I thought that was a great
3: match. Considering how much people didn't want it then, yes. But three years later, people are like, oh, they we need to have it again?" I mean, Roman Reigns, we've had his coronation. Do we need to have another one?
0: No, you know? no. It makes me laugh though. In the build up to this match, we're completely ignoring the fact that Roman's beat Brock and Brock's beat Roman before. But Brock, you- Brock, Roman beat Brock in a triple threat, although he didn't pin him. But then at the Fatal Four Way SummerSlam,
2: See, Roman they- get pinned by Brock. Oh,
1: that's right.
0: So Ooh. they're both already to beat each other.
3: Dave has a face of a man saying, so "I should not."
2: that. <laughs> See, there's a reason. No, I'm, I'm a stats that, know, that's not, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's not technically true, is it? I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, Roman.
1: It's not considered a clean win if you beat yeah, someone in a multi-man he, match. Yeah. But he still.
0: Gonna, but they still have a
3: victory. Over they each still other. have a victory over each other. There's, there's two things that should be noted from that point. There, one, the fact that Dave's, the, 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 Dave, the fate, Dave face when the clogs going through his head. And also that Ross made a Billy Gunn reference. Oh, (laughs)
1: love me some Billy. There's one reason I'm really looking forward to this match, and that reason is it's finally going to be over. This long awaited build up, coronation, have him win, everything, is finally going to be over. And they're going to have to do something else with Roman Reigns. They're gonna have to come up with a new storyline that's not he's beating everyone. Unless they start pulling out old legends, you know, Ricky Steamboat. Oh, Reigns is beaten Ricky Steamboat. He's truly the best. Like until the, uh, you know, they have to come up with something new for him now. And I'm maybe a ch- it's a heel turn.
0: I'm Who actually- knows? <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually like, more. Inter- uh,
1: would you like that a heel? I Roman. would love a heel turn, Reigns, to win this.
4: Roman wins. lol, basically. That's all it's gonna be. Well, the the, the big rumor as well is that. Uh, We've talked
3: about this beforehand, the recent segment with Reigns and Vince was very similar to the segment between The Great One and Vince in 1998.
1: It's very much, I can see your angry Roman Reigns, come into my office and we'll discuss something it's and you It's a copy know, and paste segment from 20 years ago. This you is... would know
3: that PowerPoint man. But
1: it's clever, <laughs> it's clever because the idea is that he sees in Reigns the same things he saw in his relative, The Rock. So that the idea is, oh, I can use this to get a guy who really is the corporate face of the company. Now, we've been told Reigns is this sort of anti-authority. I'm just the big dog. It's my yard, blah, blah, blah. But it's interesting if he then just becomes the face of the company, Cena style. But, um... mm. (laughs)
4: <laughs> uh, I'm in Maha major mode right here, but I could not give a monkeys about this feud, to be honest, because Whoa. I've already seen it I'm three gonna- years ago. I didn't like it then, I still don't like it now, you know, despite the fact that it, Reigns is coming across a bit edgier in his promos, and fair play to him, he does sound a bit more convincing, but it's so goddamn predictable. I mean, everybody saw this coming 14 months away, and they still didn't, like... Put in any, any swears. They say this is what's going to happen. Roman Reigns is going to get his fourth main event in a row, and he's going to be liked by all the fans because he's a conquering hero. And what even made it even worse was that Elimination Chamber last month, Braun Strowman literally dominates everybody. Ie, five other guys. Strowman
0: like basically just takes Sorry, out just all of Just to them. stop you there, Dave. Another start update. It was six other guys. <laughs> oh! No, hang on. Let no, me no, no. I know you guys say he didn't pin Roman, but he dominated him after.
4: Well, he paid me... He pinned five guys. Roman just comes out of nowhere. Superman punch and two spears and the uh, oh look at me! I beat the guy who beat everybody else.
1: Two spears, two spears. Do you know what that's like? I
4: try Can taking, you imagine taking two spears from the big dog? Try taking five Superman punches as well. I mean, that my God, who's gonna get up from that? Two I think, spears. I was. Spe- <laughs> <laughs> uh... Qua- qu- qu-
3: quacku, uh, I'm making a note going stop Dave from ranting. <laughs>
1: I think I think one of these things that's really interesting is. We know they're capable of putting on a really good wrestling match and the reason people aren't looking forward to it is the story behind it. However, they still have a chance to tell something really interesting in the ring. I'm not saying that I'm not looking forward to this. I am looking forward to it. The only silver lining I will say is, and you brought it up, is that once this program's
4: done, Roman will get his big coronation, yay uh, cake and coffee for everybody. Um,
1: Is that a
5: promise that it'll be coffee for everyone? (laughs) Uh, no,
1: it's just an Adam Blompey reference from like two years ago. Yeah. Um but yeah um, oh, holds up for coffee. I just
0: all I'm I've only drank the coffee if it's an Adam Blompey one. Oh.
4: All I'm saying is I just don't e- want e- this
6: I'm sorry, sorry you put the galaxy down on that
1: one. I
4: just don't want this match to main event, although I am worried it probably will be. See the...
0: I forgot my boy. Wow, there, this is escalating up. quickly.
1: <laughs> so basically, I'll sum up what David was saying, he doesn't want Reigns, he doesn't like Reigns, he doesn't want him to win, he doesn't like the feud, well, but once it's over, at least it's I over. don't
4: want that to be the last thought uh, once I stop watching Mania, because I don't want to feel well, in a down mood. I,
3: I, think the, s- I think the point that we brought up is fair, I mean, the, the match they put on at WrestleMania 31 was a solid technical bout, it was absolutely brilliant, they actually did it very well, Brock beating Roman to the pretty much the point where Roman eventually made the comeback but they were down, and then we got the best wrestler in WWE, Seth Rollins, coming out and cashing in. On a side note, we do have someone holding a Money in the Bank briefcase, we never know what might happen.
6: <laughs> oh, well, Carmela's gonna cash in on the Roman Reigns and progress. Can I you imagine?
1: Can. That would be amazing. Oh, Carmela comes I, out, I would freak out if that happened. She just clonks the big dog over the head with the briefcase, she pins him, everyone's like, is she allowed to do this? It says, well... Doesn't say a women's contract. I think it does. Wait, it does say, women's it does say it's a women's contract.
0: See something else though that I think's the problem with the build You notice when Raw went after her the other night, he was getting "Let's Go Roman" chants, right? For the first but time they, ever. That
4: was in Atla- they, was that in Atlanta? Yeah, but they managed. Atlanta, have a word with yourselves.
0: They managed to turn them uh, They to turn him face, and was it Philadelphia in 2015 when he beat yeah. Sheamus? Oh wait, yeah, yeah, so, 20, 2016, right. yeah. yeah t- no, no 2015. 2015, then 2016 with the rumble. Yeah, I'm, a, sta- right. I'm a stats machine yeah, tonight. Yeah, we're all right, the
4: stats guys here. David, <laughs> I, I'll you're in no, danger again. <laughs> <getting>
0: replaced man. <laughs> I'll know eat as in biscuits, mate. Bring me back <laughs> on. No, uh, what the thing is though, what happened there was once Vince McMahon and Sheamus, who wasn't a liked performer at the time, were out the way of Reigns. He got, he started getting booed again. Is this going to happen with Brock Lesnar? As soon as Brock Lesnar goes, who has suddenly became a figure of ire for people in the WWE. If he goes up against a Finn Balor, or some Joe, a Seth Rollins, who's beloved by the internet fans.
4: See, what? I think that's tactical booking on WWE's part. I think, you know, with, you know, I think they're trying to play on the fact that Brock Lesnar is a bit of a no-show. He's flirting with the UFC again. I think the fact, you know, they're just trying to capitalise that you know, there's rumours that Brock's being lazy. He's just a part-timer. I think they're just trying to make that, um, give him heel heat as a result of that. And by default, you know, they try and make Roman the... Uh, the mm-hmm. face standing up for all the full time participants mm-hmm. in the crowd, but see when Brock goes, which I imagine he probably will, mm-hmm. they're going to go back to square one with Roman, and ev- and they'll just want the guy who faces him to beat him. Well, that was the question I was going to bring up next. Does, do people think this is going to be Brock's
3: last match in WWE?
4: Uh, uh, not ever, but
0: for a while, yeah, for probably.
4: A while. Yeah, I mean, because it's like what Paul Heyman said is like if Roman wins, Brock's Brock's away. I mean, what about Heyman? Do you think Heyman will go with Brock?
3: No. Oh, I
5: hope not. I think Heyman he'll will stick go around.
0: with Reigns. I've got a feeling he'll. Oh, Christ, is there another heel turn here? <laughs> yeah, <I start laughs> hey, hey,
1: hey, hey, that's a face turn from Polly. No, He's not I. Not a heel turn. Oh, a heel turn for Robin. I think. Uh,
0: Actually, I think yeah, I already maybe, said that's going
1: to happen. <laughs> I think they'll <laughs> try to
0: convince uh, Paul to stay for maybe a certain Ronda Rousey.
3: Oh, we can save uh, that for tomorrow night. Ooh, but yeah, that's... that. They, they, we have brought up the two rumours, Rousey and Reigns, to be with. Uh,
4: Paul Heyman Paul Heyman, Paul Heyman. yeah, yeah. I, I, lost, my, I lost, <laughs> lost my train of thought That's why we're here, we're helping you put you back on the train of thought Wait, he's took the mick out of me about half an <laughs> hour ago On the soul train has, of
6: thought Has Paul there. Heyman <laughs> ever managed women?
0: Uh, uh, no. yes, a woman? Oh, yes, Alundra Blazer.
3: Yeah, Alundra Blaze, yeah The Dangerous uh, Alliance the I mean, no Yeah, there's been rumours of him, uh, he was going to be Paige's manager at one point, that was a big rumour uh, But it's not really happened in WWE, you know, so yeah, that could be some interesting ones in there. I mean it'd be good to see Heyman and Reigns. I mean that would be Reigns would probably need somebody like that.
0: Could they maybe do a copy and paste of what they've done with the big show, where he pulls the ref at the ring when it looks like Brock's about to win?
4: Possibly, yeah. I mean that's they, how that's how Lesnar lost the, the championship at Survivor Series 2002. two thousand yeah. yeah,
0: and because the the thing at the minute is the F five, no one's kicked out the F five. Yeah, they're
3: trying, they're trying to beat the F5. Yeah,
0: including including Roman himself, We took one F5. Reigns is going to kick out of it though. Yeah, but maybe to keep the F5 strong for when Brock comes back, why not have Paul pull the ref under the ring if that is going to be the rumoured the switch that Paul's going to go with Roman. Put him back with Curtis Axel. <laughs> <God's sick. laughs>
4: Definitely. Curtis Axel needs... Well actually no, Curtis Axel's the Mr Raj. I think he's doing better with them than he was with Paul Heyman. Um,
3: um, I mean I mean there's a, there's a lot of things. I mean, could we have WrestleMania seventeen type ending? I mean obviously there's a lot of references to WrestleMania seventeen in this one. So yep. It's the best card since WrestleMania seventeen. We might have a TLC match for the first time in WrestleMania since SmackDown seventeen. SmackDown Tag Team Championship is rumoured to be a TLC
4: match, yeah. I literally just said that. <laughs> and hey, seventeen years as well since WrestleMania seventeen. I literally just said that.
1: <laughs> I mean... They're definitely... Like, right before you? <laughs> I wouldn't say they're going like all out on this, but it's definitely that they seem to have decided to make us a sort of mega card. That, you know, it's something that they've... I don't know, it seems weird that they've put almost so much energy into this because I think they're trying to salvage storylines that have some fallen by the wayside a bit.
4: I think as well behind the scenes as well like Vince has started focusing attention on the XFL, more controls getting handed over to Triple H. And I think a lot of people say that's why 205 Live's gotten better because Triple H has had more of an influence. I think in that's that. true
1: for I think that's true for 205 Live, but I think WrestleMania is definitely still a Vince product. I don't think yeah. Triple H Surely that.
4: Triple H has had a bigger say in it. You know, he I think he provides the the, the writers and
1: stuff, yeah, they'll come yeah. up with ideas. But I think Vince is very much still running the, running the I'm
4: not sure Vince could come up with something, a mega card such as this, with so much unpredictability and so much big feuds happening. So I think you know there has to be some cooperation backstage for the first time in God knows how long. But yeah, I think for the first time in years, I'm actually excited for a WrestleMania. Like, genuinely. Is that why... You might not be happy. With this one potentially closing the show. I don't want Reigns' Lesnar to close because I don't want a fourth year in a row where I have a sir a sir a feeling in, in my soul, and you know all I see is Reigns standing tall. The fourth year in a row. Yeah, well, fourth main event in a row.
3: Yeah, but thirty one was amazing. Best ending yeah. ever. Best main, best ending of the WrestleMania. I give ever.
4: I give props for WrestleMania thirty one though. That but cash in was like absolute booking genius. I think
3: you're being slightly unfair with Roman Reigns. I mean, it's not he's a not a bad wrestler. He's yeah, a very very good no, wrestler. No. He's just been. Given this horrendous... Uh, it's just, you should love him. Give him plus Horrible kin- booking, yeah, that's I all I'm saying. I was
1: kind of alright with the way he closed the show last year as well. Because it wasn't a Reigns coronation. It was more just, ah, oh, there, there goes Undertaker. Undertaker
4: retirement, yeah. But 32 though, I think everybody saw that coming. And, you know, uh, did you hear the chants during the 32 match? Like, people were chatting for Sami Zayn, Nakamura, Zagat and Yeah, oh, it was a mega slow match. That was awful. Yeah, it was like, just, just end it already. This is just getting ridiculous. But,
3: yeah, this is... Got potential to be a good match, but the the crowd might
4: not be. The crowd for won't it. want it. I think they'll just chant AJ or Nakamura throughout the whole thing.
3: Um, got a precious now on this one. This is the final match of our show this evening. Who's going to be winning? Roman Reigns versus Lesnar. Reigns wins. lol. We're
1: not talking to you right now, James. <laughs> uh, we're definitely going to see Roman Reigns pick up the the Universal title for this one and drop it the RAW after to someone. Mm. Dropping it at the RAW after. This is interesting. Mm. That's bold. Yep. He's going to get absolutely done over on it. Maybe not the role right after, but he's going to lose that title real quick.
3: James, you're giving some good predictions here. This is why we have you on the show. Exactly. <laughs> St- Stacey.
5: Um, well, like I said earlier, I want uh, Brock to win because I hope that he doesn't lead the straight after WrestleMania, but I think it is going to be Roman Reigns.
4: David. Roman wins lol, and... With that comes the entire destruction of uh, everybody's souls. It's a bit morbid. It's very morbid. We've had a nice positive show, we've had a lot of laughs and then you end with something like well, that. Well unfortunately I mean, we're ending with Lesnar Reigns just, and you know our souls have been crushed.
1: Just a wee stat here, uh, I think Bray Wyatt is in danger of being the first person who has defended the title at Wrestlemania and not been on Wrestlemania card the next following year. That He's is... in danger of being the first ever person. I need, no, I need to, the double, Rock, I need the to Rock. double check that. Can I? I'm pretty sure. Actually, you no. Know, the, um, yeah.
0: the Rock, 29 and 30. Or are we counting his appearance?
1: Well, he technically he appears, was on yeah. the show. Oh, on the but show. Brie right. Wyatt uh, right now isn't booked at all.
0: But yeah, I'll need to double pretty check true. that stat. I love
3: how I've got stats from everybody other than the stats, man. <laughs> Did I not get a prediction? Right? No, no. Before Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah. Ross, what you got here?
0: Uh, I'm going to go with Roman, and I'm going to disagree about the sh- short title run. I think he was going to be booked for a long title run last time before he gets suspended. I think he's winning it, and I think he's holding it to at least SummerSlam.
6: Interesting, Quacker. Um, Reigns going to take it for me, and I can see a wee Heyman turn. Just saying. A Heyman turn face? Mm, I think
3: we're going to get Roman's going to win. Uh, Heyman's going to cost them. Of course, uh, brought the match. And we're going to have a nice, happy ending of the two of them shaking hands And then Dean Ambrose comes out swinging a chair With his one arm
0: You know what gets me as well, so you just said that The last time they shook hands it was Paul Heyman on commentary And he was the one going, THEY'RE SHAKING HANDS! THEY'RE SHAKING HANDS! Great reference Thank you Loving it, Loving it
3: We've got a lot The research in this show is phenomenal You cannot, you cannot doubt it And with that That has been the end of this Live episode of Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet on Wrestlemania week. Can't believe it. We're only four days away, guys. We're buzzing for it. Absolutely amazing. Just the thought of it, you know. We've got a fantastic weekend in store over Wrestlemania, but we've also still got an amazing week here at Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet. Yes, we talked about it tomorrow. We're going to be talking about Ronda Rousey, so... The next few uh, podcasts we'll be doing, you need to subscribe to us on iTunes, Anchor, etc., to get this all... Directly to your device. So tomorrow, Ronda Rousey, we're going to be talking about the build-up to that match. Uh, Ronda's how Ronda's done since she showed up, and also a bit more of a background. We've got a nice wee special guest on that show. Um, mm-hmm. Well, obviously Kwaku, Ross, <laughs> David. Yes. Uh, pointed it in the wrong way. And we've also got wrestling writer from the Daily Mirror, Neil Docking, in on the show. Does this- poor Strach
0: not get a mention though? <laughs>
3: <laughs> yes, and Strach as well. Thank you, Track. And then we're doing one on Friday as well, aren't we? What would track do? Punch me in the face. (laughs) 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 Yes, on Friday we'll be going through the other stuff at WrestleMania weekend. Steven Louch returns. Uh, He'll be going through pretty much things from likes of Ring of Honor and Lucha Underground, which will be good. Saturday, the hosting debut of the EP. Quacky Adjo, we're going to be talking about NXT. Takeover? There'll be no tea breaks. Listen to it. (laughs) I'm on the show.
1: James is on the show. Should be good. Fantastic, yeah. Yep, and sorry, I sounded really sad. Show some I, I, I am very enthusiastic about NXT. You know? It's NXT takeover. I and love takeover something more than Mania itself.
3: On Monday, we're gonna tr- yep. we're, we're we're gonna be half asleep, potentially hungover, doing a brief rundown of WrestleMania because a week today we're gonna be running down the full weekend: NXT, WrestleMania, Raw, SmackDown, potentially other stuff that's went on. Who knows? We might see. We'll see what we can get through
2: five live.
0: <laughs> yes, and a few. If you follow our Twitter, I'll be live tweeting NXT along with Nathan. I'll be doing WrestleMania along with whoever's joining in with me.
2: And, I'll do, I'll
0: and be, sorry. I'll be doing Raw and SmackDown and 205 Live. And then on Wednesday, I will be doing this podcast half asleep.
4: And if you have any predictions for who do you think is going to win uh, this year's WrestleMania matches, uh, tweet us your responses and we'll see how that compares with our panel. But we've got our sweepstake on the go. We've got nine uh, nine of us chipped in so far. We need three more. And, yep, we'll... Um, We'll see who wins the uh, the hardcore championship. Is if- this like the
6: shameless plug five minutes or something? I'm right. Like, yeah. well, Why would we'll,
4: we'll do-
1: like say thank you to our sponsors, Mr. <laughs> 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 F if only,
3: if only. Uh, While we're doing casual plugs, this is probably a good time to tell people that some of our our team will be at committee rooms number nine during WrestleMania. Quacky <laughs> will be there. I'll be there. Dave will be there.
4: What are you signing autographs? <laughs> yeah, well, uh, it's uh, we'll be doing free all photos right. and autographs if uh, you want to come say
0: Stacey hi. Stacey will be there because you never got a mention apparently. Poor lassie. Thanks, Stephen. I didn't know if Stacey was going to be there, or not. honestly, such sexism on this she's podcast. Down oh. For, oh. She's oh. down for a
1: maybe.
6: Stacy is coming. Who
5: Stacey knows will... what time I'll actually show up at? But I will be there.
3: That's always the mystery with Stacey Smith. Yeah, you don't when know when she'll you. be there. Who knows? <laughs> she was on time for the podcast. That's all I care about. <laughs> so. Like I said, next Wednesday we're going to be running down the full running weekend, Now we've got still three, three, four Four more. No. Three. three. Four more pods to go. Oh my, jeez.
0: We've got Thursday, Thursday the Ronda Rousey, Friday the Best of the Indies, Saturday an NXT preview, and Monday we were doing a short, sharp Wrestlemania review show. I'm
3: glad he's go. That's why I'm glad I brought you in. <laughs> so from the team here at Eat and Sleep Suplex Retweet, I've been Steven Wilson. I've been Ross McLeod. I've been David Hockney.
5: I've been Stacey Smith.
3: I've been James Murphy. Oh, I've been Quack (laughs) Raji. And we will see you, or you'll hear from us tomorrow, and we'll be back live next week. So, see you later.